internet there you are oh no it's really bad is it yeah i'll be off is it because it's snowing i'll be off look at that (laughs) i'll be off the air in about three seconds so yeah you're there well there we go we got a snowstorm we're both with snow it's snowing (laughs) it's unbelievable look at that never seen such a thing Welcome to Monday, people. Yeah, welcome to whatever it is. Is it snowing by you now? Because it's not snowing here. Oh yeah, yeah. We got it. I, I, our ground is completely covered, and I'm looking outside. I have like a little tree or something outside my window, and yeah. I'd say on the little branches, it's like a not like a tree, but like a bush, more or less. On the branches, I would say there's about a quarter inch of snow. Yeah, right here, like here, I can still see the sidewalks and the street and everything is fine. It's like a dusting on, on the grass and stuff. But, it was, I mean, it was still pretty good on my way home from work today. Perfect timing, isn't it, for today? You know, it's 3 thir- or 4, 4 o'clock right now. About an hour from now when everybody's driving home, the roads will be nice and fucked with no I, I um, no plows on them. And I feel bad for my wife. My wife is, uh, is going to drive home in that garbage and... So I'm saying a little prayer tonight for her. Yeah, she'll be fine. But you know, she doesn't exactly drive a uh, big SUV. <laughs> She's driving a tiny little Nissan. So I'm hoping that she uh, is all She'll right. make it. She's but not Bob, a rookie to snow. No, but, you know, hey, look, I feel, you know, she's still a fragile woman, and I feel bad that she has to drive in the snow. Hey, you're not allowed to say that anymore. And, you know, the problem is that me, being the man that I am, I can't just go get her because <laughs> the only thing worse than me driving in the snow like two years ago is me driving in the snow now with one hand on a wheel and one hand on gas. Right. <laughs> and no feet to actually use to, <laughs> to push any pedals. To stop or break yeah, right. or nothing, right? <laughs> I'm curious on that, dude, just because I haven't seen it. 
So what happens if you were to step on the brakes or the gas? Are those disconnected or are they taken no. out or what's going, oh, what goes on still, there? It would still work. Okay. Like I, there's a switch that I can literally push that Heather could technically drive my car if she wanted to. Okay. But there's like a pole that's kind of in a way. So what it is is there's a stick next to the like the middle console area. Right. That controls the gas and, and the brake. So there's two poles that are attached to the stick. Okay. And so when you push forward on it, it pushes the brake down. And then okay. when you pull back, it lifts the brake and then pulls the, the gas or pushes the gas down. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, I just I just had not seen this setup at all. I don't know how this stuff actually works. I mean, I've gotten used to it. That kind of whatever. It's fairly easy once you get the hang of it. Just, sure. Yeah, you know, when you first get going, man, you're like, my leg was still trying to press on it. So I got half a leg that's <laughs> like was sore after I was practicing because it kept trying to push down right. on the pedals. It wasn't going to happen, obviously. Right. It went from from a struggle to now it's like pole position. You're just playing a right. game. <laughs> But it used it, and so like it would be weird though because I would try to take a turn, right? And my leg would there were times where I forgot that I had to control the gas with my hand, and so there are times where my leg is trying to hit it and I'm still moving. It, it takes some getting used to, but sure. Well, that's it. That's it. Probably, and we can't explain that enough. That's probably every single thing in your life now. Oh, yeah. Takes a minute to get used to, but then you adjust. Once you get used to, it, you're all right. Uh-huh. But well, every, but every single thing, as you start, the first time you do it, you're like, oh my god, oh I gotta go get a sandwich from from the, the refrigerator. Well, I can't just jump up and get it anymore. I gotta think, and I gotta make a step, and I gotta do this, and I gotta do it right. Yeah, first when I first got home, it was the worst because nobody was used to it around here, and so my wife had to go back to work. When I got back from the hospital, and I still didn't have a prosthetic. Oh man! And so nobody, you know, was really used to what I was going to have to do. And so, like, all the dishes were in the cabinet; they were way high up. <laughs> Everything was like at a distance; I couldn't get to it from like a wheelchair. Right. So there were a couple of days where I just I had DoorDash food because I had no other option. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there looking at how am I going to get to the the food and how am I going to get to the stove and the plates and everything else like. I couldn't reach the microwave. There was nothing you could do. I just sat there staring at stuff. Right. It was DoorDash. Let's go. <laughs> then you started telling your wife, yeah, leave leave some cookies on the floor before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, all right, can you please take out a dish and, like, some food and stuff and put it on the counter so I can actually reach it? <laughs> put some Tupperwares on the couch before you leave. <laughs> but, but now, obviously, now with everything, you, know, you get used to it. Sure. No, I, dude, I remember, man, when I first got out of the hospital, from my burn accident i mean i was out of the hospital but i should have still been in you know the only requirement i had for the hot to get out of the hospital was i had to be able to get dressed myself which was not a hard when you really think about it it's not that hard to no matter what kind of pain you're in to just grit your teeth and yell if you have to but slide a shirt on or slide some pants on it's really not that difficult what was that difficult was when I was at home and I would, oh, I don't know, drop the remote control on the floor. Yeah. And I couldn't couldn't bend down, couldn't stand up and bend down. If I got on the floor, I wasn't getting back to the couch. 
You know, it was it was a whole thing. You know, and you start to, and I'll bet you did all these things too. You take whatever you have and you kind of kick things around trying to get them to where oh, yeah. you might be able to reach it. Every time I could grab a broom or an extra <laughs> shoe or something, I could like, slap it across over to me. Yeah, Dude, I back you it back. You left your food in a water bowl. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dude, when I first, when I first got hurt, when I got home, we used to, <clears throat> this is before flat TVs. And we used to have a big old console, a 27-inch console television, right? Yeah. I had to, and it had the buttons on it, like the electronic buttons, not like a knob. Yeah. I had to have her move my couch to within a broom's length of it <laughs> so that I could change channels. Because I couldn't, I, there was no way was I getting up to do it or bending down to do it. So I literally would sit there on the couch and I had a broom next to me and I would just reach the broom out with my one good hand and tap at the TV to change now, channels. I'll be honest with you, like getting dressed for me is still fairly difficult at times. Cause, I'll bet. Like, you know, you can't, one, like showering is totally different. I mean, I'm not trying to create an awful image for everybody out there. <laughs> Don't picture me naked. But just imagine yourself without a leg. And I can't get, like, the prosthetic leg all kind of wet. Right. And so, you know, it's not like you can just sit in the tub with, you know, the, or in the shower with a metal leg on you. Right. And so you have to take it off. And then you have to get into, a, like, a shower chair. Sure. Right. And then to actually get dressed, you have to be sitting down. You can't just stand up and put your pants on. Right, right, right. Because, and you don't have a leg to push through. Well, that's, if you, even if you put the prosthetic on, like, the, the foot doesn't move. Right. So it's not easy to just put pants and stuff on over top. <laughs> right. It's a pain in the dick to try to get, you know, get dressed and shower and all that kind of junk. It's a lot of getting used to the, when it comes to that. Sure. And that's right. why you're always in shorts. Yeah. Well, it's so much easier to put sure. on than pants are, really. It's yeah. It is an adjustment, man. But, you know, there's worry. Somewhere in somewhere, and this is how it was for me. And if I'm wrong with you, say so. But somewhere along the way, you stop giving a shit about that it's different, and you're just like, "Well, this is the way it is. If people don't like it, tough shit." Yeah, I mean, I say that's you know quite often in the middle of the night when I have to like get into a wheelchair from laying down in bed and then you know wheel into the bathroom to go to the bathroom. I'm sitting there going, like, there's no new use in getting upset about this. This is like yeah. your life for, like, ever. Uh, you know, it's not like you're going to magically grow back a leg. Yeah. So this is it. Get well, used I, to it. And yeah, that's it. Being pissed off about it ain't going to get you into the chair no. and, and taking that piss any quicker. Nope. It's a lot easier <laughs> just to say, all right, well, it is what it is. <clears throat> yeah. I, dude, I, I went through it. I mean, obviously not the same stuff, but I went through... A good bit of it myself. Dude, I had to relearn to do everything because none of my fingers worked. You know, on either hand, they were both fucked from getting the tendons all burned up and stuff on the fingers. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I remember when I first started, when I got home and I first started getting to where I was trying to eat by my, it, it just sounds so dumb. It sounds like I'm a two-year-old kid, but when I was first trying to eat, my my ex used to take um, ace bandages, rolled up ace bandages, and she would tape them into my hand. And then she would stick a fork in the bottom of one of them and a knife in the bottom of the other one of them. <laughs> and I'd be like this doing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was the weirdest fucking thing. 
but but it was what I had to do. I mean, I didn't have any choice. When I was finally starting to get my wits about me when I was in the hospital, I was going through like I don't know whether it was alcohol or cigarette withdrawals or whatever it was because I you know stopped everything all at once. Sure, and I couldn't even hold a spoon. Like if I tried holding a spoon, it would just end up across right. the room because my hands were shaking so bad. It was awful. And I mean, I'm telling you, if you smoke that long and you just quit like that, all of a sudden your brain and everything doesn't know what the hell to do. Right. And so I was like, <laughs> I couldn't hold an envelope. People would send me a card. I couldn't, and it would <laughs> on the floor halfway across the room. And I mean, it, it's, it was really a lot of getting used to. But yeah. Everything's fine now. Yeah, now well now you get used to it, but dude, well, it, that's gone. <laughs> it, it's it's hard. It's just hard to explain it to people because they don't, they just don't understand. Like, you know, I'll ask the question. Maybe I'm assuming you're gonna have the exact same answer I did. How many times, looking back a year ago, were you a complete and total dick to your wife for no reason? Oh, a ton. Yeah. Tons, right? Oh yeah. And, and you you feel bad about it. Yeah, and I, I believe I've apologized more than you could possibly apologize to somebody. Yeah. It was just, your life was turned upside down, man. It was yeah. so different and so weird. Mm-hmm. And having to. Well, and having to be needy. And, and way needy. I mean, there are tons of, I mean, again, I couldn't drive for a year. Yeah. You know, that poor girl had to, every single day, I'd be sitting around the house, couldn't work. Couldn't drive, couldn't just take a walk outside. And I, I'd be waiting for her to get home from her job to take me outside for a ride or whatever it was. And she didn't want it. Sometimes she just wanted yeah. to lay down. But yeah. I couldn't just sit there like that. I, I was a pain in the ass. Sure. Dude, well, I, when I first came home, I just couldn't do anything. Nothing. And, um, you know... I got into the, the the awful bad habit of going, hey, hey, you know, doing that job where you're just yelling for them <laughs> to be at your beck and call, right? Yeah. And uh, so I, I would do that, and then she would come in, and she'd go, oh, what do you need? Oh, I need a drink of whatever. Or I need some food or change the channel or whatever. You know, help me get up so I can slide my ass to the bathroom, whatever it was. You know, and it just became more and more and more and more and more. Hey, hey, hey. So at one point, and I hate this story, but it's it's actually in my book. So, and and I've talked to her about it, and she, she remembers it as clearly as I do about what a shithead I was. But um, I, I yelled for her, and she didn't answer. And I yelled for her again, and she didn't answer. Because she was, like, down in our basement, like, doing laundry or something. Yeah. But she wasn't at my beck and call that exact second. So the third time I yelled and I didn't hear her, I got all fucking pissed off. And all I could do, because I couldn't get up or anything, the only thing I could do was fling my remote control. So I flung my remote control at a wall and shattered it just and started screaming, where the fuck are you at? Blah, blah. You know, I was just a total, total prick. And I just remember she came in. She's like, what, what? She thought something had happened. Like I got hurt or something. And I was like, I need a drink of water. You know, <laughs> she was like, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? You know, but and she didn't get it. Even though she was living it, she didn't get it. 
you know, it, it's hard to explain. You you go a little crazy in refinding your sanity, if that makes sense. Yes, indeed. You know, it's Somebody crazy. It's a long way, way beyond expectations. Anyone could imagine. Love you. See? And a lot of that was because I had a lot of friends, man. Especially Hell yeah. Jim and Sandy were extremely good to me and took me to appointments and were always there for me. And, you know, I without the support of people like Sandy and Jim and then my wife, of course, and then you helped me through this situation. Sure. I, well, I, and let's not I, leave Chiselka out either. Oh, look, I'm not going to say anything bad. Mike is a crazy person. And <laughs> I, I think, he, like, he, you know, there are a lot of things that him and I disagree on, but that guy was routinely at the hospital for me. Yeah. And he would bring me iced tea and he would sit there and talk with me and he was excited about doing his podcast. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate it didn't work out, but he was a, he was a very big help. Absolutely. And a lot yeah. of people were. And and when you're on the other side of it, as you're you're getting to the other side, I'm sure you still have your moments. But of course, when you when you get to the other side of it, you really do appreciate how much everybody did more. more not so much because you see what they did, although you you do, obviously, but because you see what the people you expected to do didn't. And that's the. That's probably the saddest part of the whole thing is you go through a true life-changing make-or-break situation, you realize real quick who's all talk and who backs their their bullshit. You know oh, what yeah. I, mean? I mean? I have family members that didn't back their bullshit. So. Mm-hmm. I, look, Jim started like a go, like a give, send, go fund for me and my family sure. because I got fired mm-hmm. like a month before all this happened to me. And he started to give some go. The radio station wouldn't do anything. Wouldn't promote it even a little bit. Right. And so as much shit as, you know, we talk about like Rover and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Jim called up Rover's show. Okay. And Rover let him on the air. That's good. And let him tell the story about me and what happened with me and everything else. And I will tell you what, if it wasn't for the people that donated to that fund, my family and I would have not had a place to live. Right. We would have been living with her mom or something like that. Wow. Because... Those people that listen to him and the, the friends and stuff that we have, but a lot of people that I didn't know, sure, donated money to that fund and it helped us get through until I was able to get a job and and, and get working again and get driving again and everything else. It was close. <laughs> sure. We were running out of that fund, and I kept looking for a job. And oh, the state of Ohio sucks ass when it comes to trying to find something right. or help you with anything. But if it wasn't for Jim and Sandy and that fun that was set up when I was in the hospital, forget about it. Yeah, well, that's we good. Been, we would have been homeless and, and, and sure. begging for food. <laughs> sure. It, it, it was that bad. Dude, I'll, I'll tell this story. And again, this is another one. It's in my book. But I will not say the guy's name, although his name is in my book. I will I will leave it there. We, I was, when I got, when I got blown up, I was in a, um, I was in a coma. You know, and needless to say, if my wife, she wasn't worried about anything else except for me being in that coma at that time and trying to, you know, trying to take care of my kids and whatever. But, you know, her only focus was on, am I, am I going to wake up to a dead husband or a phone call for a dead husband? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was her only thoughts. So this one guy who literally was my best friend 
uh, from the time we were about two years old. We were neighbors from the time we were two all the way, went through all school together, went through everything together. Even when I went to the military, we talked every single week, you know, either talked or mailed or whatever, every single week. Best friend that I ever had at that point. Um, he, without, um, or without really working it out with my ex, organized a benefit at a bar. Okay. To yeah. raise money for my family. So do I know about this? No, I'm in a coma. And then when I woke up out of the coma, you know, obviously that was not the thing that I was thinking of, you know? Yep. So do you remember Michael Satoni, Channel 5? Remember the name, yes. Yeah, he, he had a he had a morning show on Channel 5, like Good Day Cleveland, or I don't remember what it was called, but he had a morning show on, on Channel 5, and somehow he got wind of my story, and uh, he invited me to come on his show very early on. Like, I don't think I'd been out of the hospital three months or something. And he invited me to come on and I was just a wreck, but I, but I went on and I did his show and super nice guy did a really nice thing for me, you know, gave out a phone number for people to donate. Same, same thing that like you were saying, right? Yeah. So at the end of the little piece that I did with, with Michael Satoni, I asked him if I could thank a couple people for, you know, for all their help that they had given at the right. time. And I, and I had a laundry list of people. You know, the local churches, the local this guy, the local that guy, and the guy that came over and filled my car with gas and didn't charge Georgetta for the gas. You know, all, all these people that did all these nice things, right? So I just, I, I thank everybody, whatever. Maybe a day later, I get a phone call at, at the house. Now, again, I'm still going to rehab at the hospital every single day, six days a week. So I'm not, it's not like I was back out in the community or whatever. Um, I get this phone call. It's this, this guy, he owns a club over in Streetsboro. He reads me the fucking riot act. And I'm like, who are you? You know, what do you want? Right. And he goes, he goes, you could thank all these people for this, this and that, but I donated $6,000 to you. And, and, and I was like, $6,000. What are you talking about? And this dude you know, I, I just was like, I, I apologized to him. I was like, dude, I didn't know, you know, I was in a coma, you know, it, I've had other things on my mind, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I asked my ex, I was like, do you know anything about this? And she's like, yeah, so-and-so said that he was going to do something, but I'd never heard anything else about it. Right. Maybe an hour later, my phone rings. Hey, man, can I come by? I just want to see how you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, come on by. So he comes over and he's, you know, he's giving me the, oh, you look so much better and blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, he goes, you know, we did this fundraiser for you. I don't know if you heard about it. And I was like, yeah, I heard something about it. And he's like, he's like, yeah, we raised $6,500 for you. 6500 I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, but I didn't want to see it go to waste, so I invested it in a tire <laughs> company. And I was like, yeah, really? And he's like, but yeah, but I guess there's some confusion. And do you think you could call the owner of this club and tell him that I gave you the money? <laughs> and I said to him, I said, I'll tell you what, 
you go get me the stock certificate and bring it back here and I'll tell him that it wasn't that it was just a misunderstanding. So he goes, okay, okay. He leaves, comes back about two hours later, looks at me and goes, Oh dude, I lied. I I I just had to I needed the money, so I used it. <laughs> and I was like, All right. And then he's like, But I need you to call this club owner and tell him that that I gave you the money because he's threatening to press charges and it'll be grand theft. <laughs> you know, it'll be a whole thing. So I did, which is, I, I, I almost in a way regret it kind of, yeah. but I did. I, I called the club owner. I told the club owner, Oh, it was a mistake. You know, you know, I, it got lost in the slew of everything. And I actually ended up buying the club owner, like a little plaque that he put up in his club until the club closed you know, saying thanks for doing his shit. But, but, um, at the end of it, so I, I hang up the phone and, and this guy was there and he's like, Oh man, thanks so much, dude. I'm going to get you that money. I'm going to get you whatever. And, and I was like, you know what, dude, keep the money. I was like, that's the price that you sold our friendship for. That's the price that you sold 26 years of friendship for 6,500 bucks. Now get the fuck out of my house. And, and I let him go. And I, and I let it go. And the crazy part, I try, I held on to that anger with no, like no one's business, dude, hung on to it, hung on to it, hung on to it, got more and more bitter, tried to get, tried to forgive this guy. I called him up. I went through this period when I was going through my divorce where I just didn't want to be angry anymore. You know, I, I was trying to fix myself and trying not to be so pissed off. And he was one of the major things that pissed me off. Cause you know, like I said, he was like a, a family member. He was, he, he was that kind of a friend. So I called him up or I messaged him on Facebook and I told him, I said, look, I want to put this in the past. I want to look you in the eye and tell you so. And I want, all I want from you is, you know, an apology for this. I don't want the money. I don't want excuses. I just want an apology. You give me that, we can move on. You know, and and I told him the truth. I said, "Man, I was supposed to be the fucking godfather to your kids." You know, I mean, I was really supposed to be part of your life. We were supposed to grow old together as buds, as brothers. And he's like, "Okay, I'll I'll come over." So he comes over and would not give it to me. Wouldn't give me the apology. <laughs> comes over and and has every excuse under the sun. Well, you know, there was a guy and there was this money and I owed it and this. And I was like, and I told him once, I said, dude, I don't care. And he's like, yeah, but I just want you to understand. I was like, you know what, dude? Fine. Whatever. Fuck you. See you later. And, and I, I really haven't talked to him since, which really sucks because I'm really tight with his whole family. But sometimes you got to cut, cut people out of your life. That's it. It just sucks, but, and it really sucks when you can actually place what the value of your lifelong friendship was. 6,500 bucks. That just stinks. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten rid of friends for a lot less than $6,500, I'll tell you that. Well, yeah, but, and you can read all about that fun in my book. Call me Chris. <laughs> Did you see the message from Gunner there on the side? I don't no. know if I, I don't that? want to put it up because I don't know if like it's a surprise or not. Like, yeah. Oh, well, if she asked for it, I guess 
He posted it in a public place. If she's watching, she could see it. I guess. Well, thank you, Gunner. Yeah. I'll put it that How's that? I'll put it that way. There you go. <laughs> Don't forget to order Chris's book. You can get it on Amazon. Yeah. Here it is. There's my book. If you would like to get that book, <laughs> that's what it looks like on Amazon. Go right ahead. That's awesome. So, yeah. And that, and actually, the cover art is drawn by my daughter. Really? Yep. That's cool. Yep. That She drew that from her memory as a four-year-old coming to the hospital to see me. Wow. <laughs> it's a f- family affair here. It is pretty nutty. Yeah, I don't think my daughter wants to ever draw a picture of what she saw when she went to the hospital. Probably not, but I, I think she'd be I think you would be amazed, not yet, but in about two years if you just sit down with her one on one and ask her what she remembers. Like she still gets very, very very emotional when I like go to that uh, like where I went in the ambulance. Right. Which is the hospital right up here in like Broadview Heights area. Okay, yeah. Right by seventy seven. Mm-hmm. And she gets emotional when I go there to like pick up medication. She doesn't want to be there. Like, yeah, that's where I was taken. Like originally when I left my house, when the ambulance took me, and I guess you know my wife and daughter both saw me one, like non-responsive. And, sure. And before I got moved down to Metro and Tacoma and everything, but then also they saw what my remainder of my foot was looking like. Yeah. Just sitting there, and I, I think it was pretty shocking for a. Uh, oh yeah, I'll bet for my family. So. Oh, uh, dude, I look. Everything about it is is always shocking, dude. My my mom has told me horror stories about her coming into the room, and me just she she's literally said to me, she's like, "You just look like a pile of ground beef with eyes," <laughs> because because I was so chewed up. Well, Merry almost Christmas, everybody. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> Why not? Hold on, I'm going to bring one more picture up. Hold on. And it's a little gruesome, so you guys have the you have the warning here that it, this one is a little little tough, but here it is. So this Let me open image here. Let me pull this up. This is a picture. The first one is my arm. I don't know. Sometime right after I got smoked versus now. This is quite the fun shot. For me, it's a fun shot. For people, a lot of other people are horrified by it, but there you go. Ho! <laughs> wow, dude. That's a then and now, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you were a... Uh... Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Looks like a piece of barbecued chicken. Yeah, that's awful, yeah, it was it was fucking brutal, and that was me over. Uh, I was sixty nine percent, my friend. Wow, sixty nine percent, fifty two percent of it they scraped off with a scraper and put graphs on. Ugh. Yeah, it was a, it was an accident, my friend. It really was. But you know, you look at that and see horror. I look at that and I see, man, I am a tough son of a bitch. Hey, man, no, I, I look, definitely <laughs> look at that at that way too. No shit. <laughs> I look at it with absolute pride because I, I withstood what nobody has to withstand. And you should be the same way with your leg, dude. I mean, there's there's people that lose legs. There's people that get burned. But, man, to try and explain it 
to regular people who the biggest thing that they have in their life is their grandmother died or, you know, they lost their job or something. They don't understand, man. I remember asking the doctor, I said, can I at least keep like the skin and have the tattoos? I spent like a thousand (laughs) dollars on all those tattoos. I at least frame the artwork. (laughs) Dude, I had that too with, on my, on my right arm. I had a, I mean, it wasn't like unbelievably cool art or anything, but I had, um, I had uh, tribal art on my right arm. That's gone. That's just gone. I've thought about redoing it. And then I was like, yeah, I didn't like it that much anyway. (laughs) It's cheaper than laser removal, I guess. (laughs) Mine, I guess they just toss in the garbage. I I always wanted to know what they did with like the leg after they, what do they do? Just toss it in like a dumpster somewhere. They probably, probably some kind of medical waste facility somewhere. Same as they do with the needles and shit that go in that little thing. I mean, I know I got my shoe back, which is, you know, because <laughs> I know I went in with two and then came out with minus a leg, but the uh, the shoe is still in my room. Right. All right. Uh, let's. Got more comments here. You want to shift to happier topics? Yeah, let's shift to happier topics. I'll put it on the album cover of a. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it was gruesome, that's for sure. But it was definitely it was like a napalm. I mean, uh, honestly, I mean it was it was seventy two hundred pounds of molten copper, fifteen hundred degrees. All right. Uh, speaking of gruesome things, yes, awful, terrible things. Yes. Sets up, throwing deep. Hail Mary, end zone, deflected, oh. tipped, and intercepted. Almost caught, and then a deflection into the hands of DeAnthony Bell. Darnell Mooney, achingly close to a... The record, I called that game, and they should have lost that game. Should have, they didn't. That guy had the ball in his hands, and, you know, you guys can talk shit all you want. I see you and little, you know, John, Frank, Bloom, Doggy, posting stuff about me, saying I can't call football games. That game was over. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, win. I count that as a win for me. Well, why would you count that as a win for you? Because the guy had the winning. He didn't catch it. He didn't catch it. Nobody cheated him on that one. It's not like there was a bad call. I would have more respect if he'd lost it because it was a bad call. He just plain dropped it. He just plain dropped it. Why? Because the Bears aren't as good as the Browns. Simple as that. So not true. Simple as that. Through three interceptions, they lost half their team. The the Bears controlled the entire game up until the fourth quarter. And now you're going to say that the Bears are are worse. They're not as good as the Browns. They're worse. The Bears are five and nine. The Browns are nine and five. If it wasn't for rain, the, the, the Bears win that game. It didn't rain for both teams. It only rained on the Bears. It only rained when the Bears had the ball. I saw that. Stop it. I'm fairly sure that they were pumping rain into the field, onto the field when the Bears had the ball. I don't understand how you can call it that fair that they actually won that game. (laughs) I will say this in fairness. As much as I like taunting you with this shit. Yeah. 
I fell asleep through most of the second half of the game. <laughs> I woke up and it was um I woke up about three three literal time, not not stadium time, but maybe three or four minutes before before they went up by three. I mean I I literally slept through most of the third quarter and about half two thirds of the fourth quarter. I I didn't see a whole lot of it. I watched it back since because I knew it was a win, but <laughs> But I didn't. I I was sleeping. But I, yeah, I I pulled to you. I decided I was like I got home because we went down to Columbus. We had to pick up our daughter and right down spending some time with family and stuff. And I got home and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of tired. We got up early to go down there. It was a long drive. Whatever. It was a lot of rain and crap going on. Right. I was like, the Browns are getting the shit kicked out. It was like seventeen to seven. I was like, they're not looking good at all. Joe Flacco looked like me out there throwing the damn ball. <laughs> Well, everybody got hurt. I think you know, the water boy got hurt for the Browns. Everybody was hurt. I was like, right? this game is gone. I was like, I'm just going to take a nap. I wake up and they fucking won the game. And I, was like, <laughs> I immediately start looking up asparagus recipes. <laughs> and looking at your phone to see which one of us texted you. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, man, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Finally, I'm going to be right. I could, you know, leave some nasty message to John Drake and tell him, yeah, dude. See, they're not going to win another game. <laughs> they know they win again. And if you missed it, the bet is if the Browns make the playoffs, I have to eat a pound of asparagus, which I've never tried. Right. Or if they don't make it, he's got to wear a Steelers jersey, and which I don't see is fair because I've been talking to people about asparagus. They said, one, it's going to make me have pee that smells funny. Yes. And then they said, I'm going to be shitting all over the place. Yes. And well, if I'm eating a pound of it, that means I'm not going to. I'm going to miss work or something because I got to shit so much. No, you'll eat it on the show. You'll have a full day to clean your system out. Or half day. You might be tired at work the next day. Does it really clean you out though? Not as bad as your. I mean, it's not. It's not a suppository for God's sakes, but your system that doesn't have anything in it green ever, it might go right through. <laughs> Your system would be like, what is this strange thing? I've never had a vegetable before. I like asparagus personally. I, dude, if this, if honestly, if it's cooked right and it has a, you know, a little bit of Parmesan cheese on it, it's fucking good. Well, see, I was looking up a recipe today and it says, bake it in the oven 12 to 15 minutes. Make sure it's tossed in olive oil, mm-hmm. garlic, has some Parmesan cheese on it, and it's good to go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's how they make it in the in the fancy schmancy restaurants. But your boy, your friend, yeah, well, he's not my friend anymore. He's uh, <laughs> trying to say that it shouldn't be prepared like that. It should be prepared like raw or something like that. And I just have to eat a pound of it. I think raw is not bad either, really, I, with asparagus. But um, we didn't have that stipulation in the rules when we made this bet. Well, maybe and, it can be half and half. You can eat some of it raw, and you can eat some of it prepared. That's a fair compromise. I mean, as long as he's not saying you got to, you know, dip it in horse shit or something, then whatever. Well, that, would, that would be part of the bed. Seth is going to be like a goose. <laughs> the pea smell for sure. Yeah, it does. It does give us a super enhanced right, iodine gotta, smell. Is pee bad for diabetics? Pee bad for diabetics. Is asparagus bad for diabetics? I can't imagine it is. It has to be. If it's a medical reason, I can't do it. 
There's too much sugar, I think, in asparagus. Foods with limited impact, with little impact. Anyone with <clears throat> anyone with diabetes might be surprised to learn certain foods minimally impact sugar levels, including carrots. These are considered non-starchy, as are string beans, p- tomatoes, mushrooms, peppers, broccoli, asparagus, and cauliflower. <laughs> and good in a diabetes diet. Sorry, you ain't winning that way, dude. I think it said, but it said underneath, I'm looking at the same thing you're looking at, and it says underneath, amputees, though. No, it does not say that. Asparagus for fear that the limb could contract some sort of a... Oh, and look, it also says, and and radio hosts shouldn't eat it either because it might adjust their throat. Shut up. Podcasters, no way. (laughs) Asparagus because of... It affects your eyes from the camera. Yeah, throat infection. (laughs) Nope, you're doing this one, man. (laughs) Look, they're still not going to win another game, and they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to win two more games, and they're going to be 11-6 and for the season. Two more wins. So I just got an email. I'll sidetrack real quick. I've been trying to get a guest on the show for, like, two months. Okay. And literally, I've switched emails. I've tried, like probably 10 different times to get a guest on. Right. And the guy finally emails me back and goes, I just want to say, Seth, I appreciate your persistence. So we will <laughs> agree to the interview. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank is you. it somebody that's worth the persistence? Well, I mean, it is in the news world. but you know, Okay. Well, that's fine. But it's just one of those things that, like, look, I don't give up until you actually right. say no. If you say no, I'll stop bothering you. Sure. But, until you say no, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Absolutely. To commit or or punch me in the face, one of the two. Sure. Dude, since we're talking about your, your real job, yeah. do you mind if I give a positive plug slash review for your, for your channel? Yeah. On the Roku channel. So what is it, 529? Is that 529 right? 529 on Roku. Yeah. 529. I, I have Roku in the, in the living room here. Yes. And the other night... In fact, it was last Wednesday after we did the show because we had talked about Bob's show or whatever. So I just logged into it to just kind of check it out, check out the channel whatnot. Right. I log into it. I just put it on whatever was playing, like the the channel, the 529. I didn't look up Bob's show specifically. Yeah. And I got hours worth, like three hours in a row – of the Chris Hansen show? Yes. That show rocks. Let me <laughs> tell you. It is so all. it is so much better than To Catch a Predator was. The reason? Cuz they use real language. That is amazing. I was watching one Hansen was sitting there talking to a guy that I don't know if you've seen this one or not. So it was a big fat dorky looking dude and he showed up and they let him in and then they bust him right the guy has you know a six-pack of zima condoms lollipops like every stereotypical thing you could think of this guy had with him right yes they sit him down he as casually as me and you are talking right now admits that this would have been his third girl under 15 that he banged just as casually as, oh, yeah, she would have been my third. <laughs> so 
Chris Hansen is reading him the transcript. And that's where this show is unbelievable because Hansen is reading it and, and he's like, and then you said to her, I want to fuck your prepubescent pussy. I mean, it was like, whoa, you know, I was like, damn, this is like really hardcore. And, and Hansen was like, you're really fucking disgusting. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I know. You know I was fucking dying. I was laughing and I was horrified at the same time. And then at the end, this is the this was the catch. So at the very end of this thing, they stand this guy up to arrest him, right? Yeah. Like they didn't, you know, usually they let him go to the other room and then the cops swarm on him. Yes. The cops didn't even give this guy that had admitted right there to Hanson that he, that he had hooked up with two others. They didn't even let him get off the couch before they came in. <laughs> this guy stands up, they're handcuffing him. The cop does one of these, looking look at him dead in the eye, and he goes, you know why you're under a, a, where did you get that necklace? <laughs> and he goes, what? And he goes, where did you get that necklace? And he reaches and he pulls this necklace off this guy's neck. Uh, it was one of those broken heart necklace things. <laughs> and the other half came from one of his Vicks. Wow. I was like, Damn. And this guy wore it to the next girl's house. That's so damn telling me. <laughs> I was like, God. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm into some gruesome stuff, and I can, I find humor in it, kind of. I mean, I don't really find humor like, ha ha, girls got raped, but, but I do find it sort of funny, and uh, you know the way it's presented, I guess, and. This one really had me looking at it going, whoa, there's a real different level of deviant out there than I've ever seen before. Oh, yeah, there is, man. There are some sick fucks out there. <laughs> and, and it's, it's great. Like, I, look, even on TikTok, they have, like, uh, these pedophile whatevers that, are, that show up. There's videos on TikTok of these guys that pretend to be young girls or young boys. Mm-hmm. You know, get these guys to meet them in a parking lot somewhere, and then they right. come over and put it on TikTok, and it's unbelievable. But the takedown on on the uh, True Blue Network with with Chris Hansen is just fucking it's amazing. It's and unreal. Videos on there, man. If you subscribe to the actual channel, like yeah, Sunday night a month or whatever, they're all on on demand. So you can just watch them whenever though you want to watch. So so there's what a True Blue app, or is there a, a channel like? Yeah, How watch, would you get to it? How do you watch, get to it? Watch TrueBlue.com. Okay, so you watch it on the web? Yeah, or, but no, it's like, if you, if you go to, it's an app, so you can get it for your TV and stuff like that. Okay, for just, just so there's just a True Blue app for Roku, that you don't have to go in the Roku channel? Right. And okay. You, and you can get the app for four ninety nine a month, but then, then all the shows are like on, on demand. All right. So like, you know. You can get the free stuff on Roku 529. Right. On TCL TVs or whatever it is. But then if you want everything like on demand, you can just get the four ninety nine a month. There's a lot of content there. But like Bob already has over twenty shows we've done. Okay. One of the best ones is I think airing today on five twenty nine, but then it'll be on demand. And it's with Bernie Kozar. Oh nice. And I'll tell you what, I've met Bernie a thousand times. Right. But working with Triv and everything else. So I met Bernie a lot. Right. And I was actually a young kid 
in Miami when Bernie played for the Hurricanes. Sure. I was at the fucking Boston College game where Doug Flutie threw the hair Mary pass. Right, right. Bernie. And then when Bernie came up here, my dad brought us up here for his job. And so sure. we were the Browns. But he was so candid and open about everything on this interview. Okay. There were times where literally I got like tears wow. in my eyes listening to Bernie. That's awesome. Not only did Bernie get a bad rap. Now, look, Bernie admits to the stuff that he's done in the past. But you're talking about a guy that has had some head trauma like you can't believe. Oh, yeah. And the doctors even told this guy, you got to watch the interview, but the doctors even told him that he wasn't going to be able to form a sentence in like five years. Wow. And it's almost that now. But he's doing some stuff now that's really helping him, and it's great. But it's a really open, candid interview with Bernie that I was just sitting in a room watching. I was taking pictures and stuff, but I was sitting there watching, and I was just I was taken back by some of the stuff that he was talking about. And it was so cool to hear some of the insight of like Bernie, how he played the game. Sure. And like how he and some of the coaches, what they were telling him, what he could and couldn't do. It, it was just, it's a really great interview. So if you get a chance, watch it. I will. I'll check that out. Absolutely. Because uh, that was uh, one of my favorite ones. Not because it's just Bernie, but because of how open he was. Sure. I love that. <laughs> hey, Rick. <laughs> but not really funny <laughs> I think it's hilarious I don't think it's all that much All that funny to be honest with you I think it's eight quarters away from happening Yeah there's no way They're going to lose both games <laughs> And who has to overtake them Cincinnati's going to overtake You know the Browns Cincinnati's two back with three to play They're going to win out And one of the games is against us Since he is two back with three to play they're not overtaken. There are plenty of scenarios where the Browns will not make the playoffs, and that's what's going to happen. Can we at least be happy that the Steelers officially suck? I'm happy about the Steelers sucking. I'm happy about that. I'm not happy about trying to shovel a pound of fucking asparagus in my mouth, though. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're probably going to like it. There's no way. You're going to like it. It's not bad. If you don't psych yourself out, it's really not bad. I was talking to some guys at work today. And one of them is Greek. And he was talking about a Greek salad. Yeah, yeah. Now, I said, well, what kind of lettuce do you use? And apparently there's no lettuce in a Greek salad. I didn't know there was such a thing as a salad with no fucking lettuce. Yeah, it's to got me, those that leafy, was that like spinach leaves or something in it? No, there's no, no lettuce at all. It's just tomatoes, cucumbers, feta cheese, olives. Yeah. And... I said to him, I said, I've never tried any one of those. It's like, oh, Jesus. no. Like, I've never had an olive. I've never had a chunk of tomato without it being ketchup or sauce. I've never had feta cheese, and I've never had a cucumber. I don't know how you've gotten to be almost 50 years old and never had any of this stuff. <laughs> and so they both stared at me like you just did, going, what the fuck are you talking about? I said, yeah. well, I've never tried it. I've never had any of those things. So you never had even, like, pasta salad either? Well, I've had pasta salad, but I don't eat Well, that, that usually has mushrooms in it. and I, Well, I like mushrooms. Or, or olives, I mean. Not mushrooms. I yeah, but uh, I... Pick any, them out? Any, yeah, I'll eat the, the pasta, like, little noodle spirally noodle things with, like, with some kind of sauce on it, but they scrape all the other junk off of it. Right. Like a tomato or if there's, like, an olive or something like that. Like, what's in pimento cheese? 
I don't like that. I I don't know what's in it, but whatever it is, it's gross. It's like because you're biting into something with one texture, and then you get into something with another texture in the middle. Yeah. My my mom, when I was a young kid, accidentally bought pimento cheese, and I put it on olives. And I bit into it and spit it out. So if that counts as tasting an olive, maybe I have. But I didn't eat it because I spit it out. Pimento cheese. Let's see what's. I don't know what is in it. Um, peppers. Pimento cheese is made with cheddar cheese, pimento peppers, and mayonnaise. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that either. I've never had. Like I've had diced peppers that happen to be like in a sauce or something like that, but I've never had like a sausage with like peppers and onions and stuff. I won't. I've never had like a caramelized onion. You just don't like green anything. Well, onion's not green, is it? Well, pepper is. Green or red? They have red peppers. I've never had those. Like, I've never had like a full piece of a pepper, (laughs) or like an onion. The closest I've gotten to having an onion is the diced ones on a McDonald's cheeseburger. (laughs) That's hilarious. And I used to scrape those off, but for some reason, now as I got older, I seemed to to like those a little bit, so I'd leave some of them on. I'd scrape half of them off and eat some of them. Yeah, pound is a little bit. (laughs) Well, how many stalks, that's what they're called, right? Stalks? Yeah, like a stock of, yeah. Like how many stalks of asparagus is a pound, you think? Uh, maybe 300. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 20? 20 maybe? That's a lot of asparagus, man. Well, let's, let's see what the old Google machines says. How many stalks of asparagus in a pound? Um... 14 to 18 per pound. Man, That's enough to it? serve a family of four to five. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. It's a good dinner for you. Man. <laughs> hey, you I'm telling you, there's, there's, there's too much sugar or something in asparagus. I'm not there's kidding. not. Never get the peppers and onions on the Italian sausage sandwich. I just clicked a link that says asparagus, the king of vegetables. So do you get pepper? I mean, are you a pepper and onion guy? Are you a big vegetable guy? I don't like, I do not like onions, and I am allergic to black olives. But any other thing, like, dude, if I go to Subway, it makes them crazy. Because they got to use two papers to wrap it because I I load up on all of the the tomatoes and the lettuce and the peppers and the, you know everything that everything that they can put on it except for the onions i load up on it i love it i do like vegetables a lot actually i don't eat them enough i need to eat them more but you know problem the problem with buying those things is that they go bad real fast i'm looking up uh, health nine health benefits of asparagus asparagus can help with weight loss Look at that. Uh, asparagus helps prevent UTIs. That's good. So I won't have a urinary tract infection. That's good. It's full of antioxidants. See? Contains vitamin E. See? Promotes reproductive health. Look at that. 
New kid on the way. Great for gut health, which means I'm going to shit all over the place. Rich in folic acid and full of vitamin K. All right, I found a problem. What? Uh, well, my regimen of vitamins is vitamin E and folic acid. So I think that I would probably OD on vitamin no, E. No, you'll be fine. Which would cause severe health issues for me. No, you'll be fine for one day. Dr. Chris has spoken. <laughs> I'm assuming the rest of that's good, though. Wait, wait uh, essential nutrient for blood clotting and healthy bones. Look at that. It's all good. It's the king of vegetables, just like we said. Is it good to eat asparagus every day? See, that would be, I'm eating the equivalent of like five days of asparagus. Okay, but it's only for five days. It can be eaten every day. Fuck. Oh, darn. <laughs> This asparagus is a superfood. It's bright green veggie packed with vitamins and minerals. Like, I have an iron deficiency, so it has iron in it, too. Fuck, man, there's not a damn thing wrong with asparagus. <laughs> it's the perfect food for you. Hey, how many stary- uh, stalks of asparagus should you eat a day? Only six spears. See? That should. You're just going to eat a little more. Bodybuilders improve. Oh, hey, it improves blood flow to working muscles. So, see, I'll tell you what. When you do the asparagus, I'll have some asparagus too. I should probably chow down on asparagus. Actually, it looks like it's really, really good for you. It's totally good for you, and it really doesn't taste that bad. It's not like it's not like you're going to be biting into like lemons or something. And yeah, Brian, that is why I go to Subway to support Jared. That's exactly why. I go to Subway a lot, and I took a walk with Jared. Look at that. And, you, and you've resisted the urge to rape kids, right? I did. How'd that happen? I was slightly <laughs> insulted after uh, our, our walk because he didn't try anything on me. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I wasn't young enough. Yeah, apparently. Did you see that documentary on him that, that came no. out like a year ago? Jesus. No. What a creep. He was pretty bad. Oh my God! Well, they have all, dude. The the thing that always surprises me is how much audio and video they always have of these guys doing wrong shit. So they're 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 doing this documentary on Jared, and they got all these voicemails of him going, "Hey, do you think you could bring that nine year old Marsha to the to my house for a for a dinner?" It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Sick fuck. Avocado. Sandy says avocado. Yeah, avocado's another good one. Never I don't like avocado. the taste of avocado, though, personally. But is that guacamole? Is that what that is? Yeah. I've never had that. Studies have shown that avocados can help people manage their diabetes and improve overall health. Uh, Not like an asparagus, though, apparently. Why is all this stuff like good for you? Like, I, I, Is there anything that tastes good that's actually good for you? Um, Why doesn't cheeseburgers have, like, good health benefits? <laughs> because it's good. Because it's like, it I mean, tastes like, good. If, if God was nice, a fried chicken would have all the health benefits that asparagus has. Look, being, being healthy is supposed to be a challenge. And part of that challenge is, it, is you, have to, you have to avoid anything that tastes good. Look, eating healthy is too expensive. That like, is I true. I can't afford to go to, to Whole Foods and, and buy my shit there because it's too expensive. Uh, that is true. I agree with you. That's why I'll never be ripped again. 
I agree with Scott. Eating just six of them would be impressive to see. Well, then you're going to be super impressed when he eats three times that, Scott. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, most likely um, the Browns will make the playoffs when we won't be on the uh, the air. So this is good. Everybody will forget about the bet by the time we come back. Oh, I can assure you we won't forget. We're going to be taking a, a few shows off. There will be best ofs, though. There, there will be. Best ofs. All the Chiselka stuff. All the Chiselka stuff you can handle. <laughs> but me screaming yelling yeah no i i put together some best ofs and they're pretty fun i tried to pick more fun segments and you know bigger guests and stuff like that so what if i did that put it in a blender and drink it um i guess somehow some way i became the judge on this right well i mean i guess putting it in a blender that might be nastier than actually eating it yeah, because if you got to drink it like a shake. Dude, here's what you do. I mean, not not to make this an easier thing or nothing, but I'll tell you how you do this. You have these things here, and then you have something that you really, really like there as well. So you eat like six asparagus, and then maybe, I don't know, a chocolate chip cookie or something. So that you just wash it down. All right, here's the deal. You know, I, I'm usually a, a man of my word, usually. Yeah. And, and so, like, I feel like I would be kind of welching on the bed by not at least doing it the proper way. Now, I'm not saying eating it raw or something stupid like that, but you know, I think for the first time having asparagus, having it prepared a little bit would be a good thing. But I think, like, if I have cheese sauce all over it with steak next to it, it's probably not going to be much of a, a fair bet for me to do. No, but but you could roll. I'm telling you, dude, if you – do you like Parmesan cheese? I do. If you do it just the way most people do it, which is a little bit of, little bit of olive oil or vinegar, vinegar or something – not vinegar, but a um, little bit of oil, a little bit of Parmesan cheese, and you, and you oven bake it, you'll like that. I'm not saying drown it in in Parmesan cheese, but you just give it a light dusting. That's all you got to do, and you and you'll be fine with it. Yeah, this is probably just dip them in ranch. I can do that. Yeah, but okay. Then why not just drink, give you a bottle of ranch to drink then? God, that would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like my ultimate fantasy. I, I would bathe in ranch. I like ranch. I like we blue cheese a little better though. I never had blue cheese. How could? I don't. I'm not even gonna ask. What do you mean? How do you never have blue cheese? You eat because wings. Is it yeah with ranch? But you never tried it with blue cheese or any other dip. Never tried it with anything else. No other dip ever. I mean, I've had different sauces, but I've never had another dip. No, I've never had blue cheese. I, blue cheese is moldy cheese, right? Well, so yeah, maybe I guess. I, don't well, know. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even touch that stuff. It tastes good. Was it? It has to taste like moldy cheese. No, it, it doesn't taste like mold. It doesn't taste like mold. It's got just a little bit of bite to it. A bite? Yeah, it's got a little texture, a little thick little bite to it. It's good. What does blue cheese taste like? There it is. Blue cheese tastes like shit. That's what it says. It does That's not say that. It says most blue cheeses will taste salt, 
Salty, bright, and a bit funky or earthy. Yeah. Ugh. That sounds it's terrible. Good. It's good. I like me some blue cheese. Yeah, never tried blue cheese, ever. It's good stuff. Ranch, though. Like, we belong to Costco. Mm-hmm. And it's these ranch bottles that are literally like a foot tall. Right, right, right. Like three of them for like eight bucks. <laughs> And that's the only condiment that we run out of. <laughs> like, we got two bottles of ketchup like a year and a half ago. They're still in the, in the cupboard. <laughs> the ranch. Oh, we got to go get some more ranch. Huh? Jesus Christ. What do you put it on? Everything? I'm going to have some cereal before we put some ranch on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like, there's not a lot of sugar in, in, in the ranch. Right. Sugar and ketchup. So, so really, the only thing you've ever tasted in your life is ranch, ranch dressing. I used to eat the shit out of ketchup. How about barbecue or, sauce? A lot of sugar and barbecue sauce. I used to eat barbecue sauce a lot, but not anymore. Okay. Hmm. But the ranch. Now I gotta find I, fat-free ranch is probably the better bet for me. See, I don't like the fat-free ranch on like dressing, like if you put like on a salad. Yeah. It always tastes like gasoline to me. Huh has like a funk to it because of that fat free. It's like again, just like you were saying, put put on it, put back in the shit that makes it terrible for you and I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz I'm shocked. I'm legitimately shocked. How could you wait, wait, that you never, never had blue cheese either? How can that be? <laughs> what else do you put blue cheese on other than fucking Wings, Wings salad. It. What's wrong with ranch on, on the same thing? It's Nothing's same. wrong with it. But who eats the same exact wings with the same exact topping why every time? You, why would you purposely ingest mold into your system? Do you get do you get different kinds of wings? Yes. So you'll get barbecue one day and like um honey mustard or whatever. Not honey mustard, but whatever the dry rub the next time and Super hot the next time or whatever. Will you do that or no? I mean, I used to, but now there's a lot of the sauces that uh, that have like a lot of sugar. So, so what now, kind of wings do you get now? I'm allowed to have hot wings. So I can eat like mild, medium, hot. I can eat that kind of stuff, or I can eat garlic parmesan. Okay. But I stay away from stuff like barbecue, teriyaki, stuff that has a lot of sodium. Right. Or sugar in it, which kind of sucks because I wings are like my favorite food, like of all time. Boy, and they are, expensive. but they're expensive. They're fuck. expensive as fuck now, there, dude. I'll tell you what. There's a place in North Royalton. I know you're forever today from North Royalton, but yeah, it's called the uh, Mama Julienne's. They have one in okay. Strong Girl. They have one in North Royalton, and thirteen dollars for a dozen wings, and they're fucking huge. Jeez, that would be that would be beautiful. I mean, they're literally like. A meal for just 12 wings. Right. They're huge. They're meaty, they're big, and yeah, they're really, really good. You got to go there. Dude, we so, used to... Listen here. Blue cheese is mold. Bottom line, blue cheese is made using a type of mold called penicillium, which is responsible for its taste, smell, and appearance. Unlike other types of mold, the types of... Produce, do not produce mycotoxins. See? And are considered safe to consume. See? Look, just because it's safe doesn't mean I'm going to eat mold. It's safe. It's a safe flavor provider. Okay. Uh, 
yes, we, we went through this on Wednesday. WTM is going to be playing best of Triv on Christmas Day because they have a scumbag management team who wanted to get rid of Triv altogether, didn't care about Triv, didn't care about playing his stuff, had me delete his audio and, and distance themselves, didn't want his callers on the air anymore, in fact, banned them from calling in ever again. And now, for whatever reason, they decided that they're going to go ahead and play best of Triv on Christmas Day. You know why? Because they're two-faced lying sacks of shit. And that's what they're going to do during Bloom Daddy. That, and also, um, there is no best of when it comes to the afternoon drive show that there is now. So yeah. they have to find something good to put on the radio. Unfortunately, yeah. you won't hear any of me on any of those clips. I guarantee you that, uh, because I know who's putting it together. <laughs> well, might I suggest? Might I suggest nobody listens? Yes. Uh, we'll have best of here on that Monday as well. That's right. Um, so what were you saying? I'm sorry, moldy wings, wings. You're talking about no. Wings. With the with wings here in in um, in town, there's really only one place to get wings that are good, which is the the Pizza Hut, and Pizza Hut does do good wings. Right. I don't want to I don't want to besmirch them. Their wings are excellent, but to get 36 wings, which would be enough for me and my kid, plus some for the next day. Yeah. $89. Oh, <laughs> forget about it. $89. I try a restaurant, your neck of the woods. It's a little bit close to you. I think it's close enough to you to get food from. Um, but I thought it was really good food. Uh, the basement. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That, that's two minutes from my house. Fucking good food, man. Yeah, they have good food. It's a nice bar, restaurant kind of mm-hmm. area thing, but and I like their food. Yeah. They didn't like me a whole lot during COVID because I kept coming in there and I wouldn't wear a mask. Oh, really? Yeah. They were, they, they had the girl that would open the door and, and politely remind you to put a mask on. And I not so politely told her to go fuck herself every time. You know, she's like, uh, would you, could you kindly put on a mask? Fuck no. <laughs> right past. <laughs> Wasn't playing that game. It's a good atmosphere at that place, and it is. I like it because any of their sandwiches you can like make into a wrap. Mm -hmm. So some of the bread is like huge. So I'd rather eat just you know as wrap, and it's really good. Heather gets a salad out there too that that she loves. It's like a seafood kind of thing. Yeah, Uh, I like the basement. That's a good place. That's not bad out there. Cottage cheese. I know that's a no for you. I've never tried that. Of course you haven't. Look, if it, if it looks like something I'm not going to like, I don't try it. You don't like milk either, do you? I love milk. Do you? Really? But you don't like blue cheese or cottage cheese? or I like 2% milk. I won't eat yeah. or drink whole milk, and I won't eat fat-free milk. Fat-free milk tastes like shit to me. Yeah. Whole milk makes me throw up. 2% milk is all I can I, I do 2%. The whole milk, the whole milk, you can just taste the processing. Yeah, it's like, it's thick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost a milkshake. Yeah. If it sits in your fridge too long, it is a milkshake. <laughs> I love my wife, but that's one thing that bothers me is the milk situation. She lets it go bad? Because if you open up the fridge, there's like four or five like jugs of milk in there. Because she <laughs> likes to eat cereal a lot. Right. So she gets a jug of milk for her cereal. And then next thing you know, she's like buying another thing. Well, I didn't know if I had any more. Okay. And then she starts the new one, and the other one sits in the fridge. Now, I'm not drinking the milk. And so the milk just sits there until right. I say, "Hun, there's like four things of milk in here. Which ones are good? I don't know. Look at the Look dates. At the dates. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy the milk. I'm not drinking the milk. <laughs> tell me, 
ones right. to throw out. And and milk's not one of them things that you could just combine it either. No. Because you don't know when it expires. No. Yeah. Uh, That's the other thing that she does that, that cracks me up, but I love her so much. But she makes me laugh. With, no, my daughter's really bad about this. Right. They think that if there's a date on it, that the next day, that means it's bad. <laughs> yeah, right. So if there's a pack of cookies or whatever it is, and it says the date is uh, today, December 18th. Right. That means tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Can't eat that. December 19th, right. you can't eat that anymore. We have to throw it out. Right. No. <laughs> hey, it's 11 o'clock. We better eat this before it goes bad in an hour. Usually that's a suggested date or a sell-by date or something yeah. because they want to get it out of the store. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that the very next day <clears throat> yeah, stuff anymore. But milk is tricky, though, dude, because occasionally, yeah. occasionally, if you go that one extra day with milk, you will get something that just tastes like it came out of a fucking cow's it, ass. It could be, but generally speaking... The date that's on these products is not meant to say the next day you have to throw it out. Yeah. It, if if it was, it would say throw away by. Right. Yeah. It wouldn't say sell by. <laughs> you don't know how many hundreds of dollars you've probably thrown out of stuff that expired oh. the next day in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it. We haven't taken any break tonight. No, God, we haven't got an hour and a half or hour 15. <laughs> so let's do that, and we'll wrap things up shortly. Okay, cool. All right? All right. Hang on. There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Does your company need fresh teas? Have you paid an arm and a leg for the ones you have? Worried about poor quality when you pay less? Stop worrying, Northeast Ohio, and visit us at www.wctees.com. At Wolf Creek Media, we're family-owned, we offer simple pricing, and we're fair and honest. We even have an in-house graphic designer and cover all your apparel needs. So if you need t-shirts, hoodies, banners, or any other type of printing, call us at 330-353-9695 or visit us at WCTEES.com. That's WCTEES.com, a proud sponsor of The Seth Williams Show. Everybody, it's Don Dockin. When I'm feeling nostalgic, I always go to Pinball PA. You gotta go check it out. It's a lot of fun. When you want to have fun in Pennsylvania, there's only one place to go. Pinball PA. Located near the Pittsburgh airport, we have over 420 classic pinball machines and arcade games that you can play. Admission starts at only $24.99. Want to have a party? Well, there's no better place than Pinball PA. 
Visit our website today at www.pinballpa.com to get more information or to book your next small or large party. Pinball PA, it's where the action is. KRFK Radio has the best hard rock and metal on the planet. Featuring Joe Elliott, Def Leppard vocalist and host of the Joe Elliott Radio Show. Are you serious? Eddie Trunk, host of the biggest metal programs ever on radio and MTV. Charlie Kendall, creator and host of Metal Shop. For adults only. Dee Snyder, Twisted Sister vocalist and host of the House of Hair. Any questions? Ron Keel, the metal cowboy. Ron Keel band vocalist and host of Streets of Rock and Roll. And boss of this here outfit. L.A. Lloyd, host of the Rock Countdown. And here comes the best part. The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris Aiken. And Hairball John. Am I on the air? Together, they reach all, and I mean all, hard rock and heavy metal fans. And you can only find them all together here on KRFK Radio. Right back here, the Seth Williams Show with Chris Hagen. I see Billy Morris has checked in um, asking when are we having the asparagus feast on, on your post on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's ready uh, to prep it. If he can make it, I'll eat it. I'm sure that it'll be a... It'll be good, I'm sure. Tasty if he, uh, if he does it. Yeah, yeah. Your, your, your friend, John Drake... <laughs> Uh, posted something uh, today saying that you know when was the last time Seth you know got a football game right, and then you had to chime in with your little hatred towards me as well. Come on, that's just the title of the video. Could have been anything. Yeah, could have been anything. Could have been anything. You could have just titled it Seth is a dick and doesn't know football, but I guess this was better. It was. I just put a question out there. I didn't answer it. If you don't admit, and see, we're going to wrap things up shortly because we're we decided that. As we head into the new year, 5.30 is the better stopping time for yes. the show. Two hours too long. Yeah. So, uh, but you have to admit that this team has been the luckiest friggin' team of any football team in the NFL. And in a, in a history that has had no luck in it for the last 40 years, I'll take it. Stefanski it's our turn. Stefanski is a terrible coach. Calling, I mean, he's, he's flipping the ball to people in the stands for reverses. Dude, I don't, I don't disagree. Nor do I care. It's working. Joe Flacco had three interceptions, three, and yeah. I like that guy. But three interceptions, they still win that game. We have no running game. Nick Chubb is on the sideline, looks like me, missing a leg, and, and it's unbelievable how this team manages to keep winning. Now they don't have a shot as hell in the playoffs. You know that, right? They said, d- during the game, they said that 26% of the team's salary cap is on IR. <laughs> 26%. I was like, damn, that's a lot of injuries. Yeah, I, dude, I, I'm not even worried about the playoffs. I just want to see them get to the playoffs. If they get to the playoffs, whatever happens, happens. You know, I mean, dude, the Bills are not as good as the Browns by record. But I sure as hell wouldn't want to face them in the playoffs. If it's if it's Browns Bills in the first round, I think we're dead. Look, I and I called it that Aaron Rodgers is gonna be ready to play come you know, 
I don't think they're going to suit him up, though. But I don't think they will now that they lost the other day. Yeah, if, they I mean, if they won that game and playoffs were on the line for them? If the playoffs were on the line, I could see it. But, but, but dude, if he goes out there and Miles Garrett snaps his Achilles again, I, I mean, you will have a mutiny in there in New York. People go and loot the stores. Oh, sorry, they already do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like uh, what teams you'd want to face in the playoffs. You don't want to face the Ravens. You don't want to face any. I, I wouldn't mind facing the Ravens. I'm not afraid of the Ravens. Are you afraid of the Ravens? Yes. We beat the Ravens. I'm trying to look AFC playoffs. Picture. Only 23. I'm trying to think of who, I, who all the teams are. I'm trying to look here. All right. Play a picture. And I know it's going to give me a I'm going to be honest. I'm not afraid of Kansas City. Bengals? Not afraid of them. Ravens? No. Not afraid. The Ravens are 50-50. Same with the Bengals. And I think we sh- we should beat the Bengals without Joe Burrow. So, let's see here. Dolphins. That's a tough game. Chiefs. Not afraid of the Chiefs this year. Jaguars already beat them. Bengals, not too afraid. Colts should have lost that game. But didn't. And the Colts, I, I mean... You don't feel like it's an automatic Colt win. No, they just lost Jonathan Taylor yesterday. Bills, I think the Bills. I think the Bills would crush them. I think the Bills are tough. The Bills, I mean, they slaughtered Dallas yesterday. Slaughtered them. The Bills could be really a, but they're another team. Sometimes they're up. Sometimes they're down. Sometimes what's his name? Um, the quarterback Josh Allen. Sometimes he throws three, four interceptions a game. All right, so. The Browns are fifth right now. Yeah. And we still have, what, the Bengals and the Texans. We should beat the Texans. So the Texans will beat the Browns this Stop. in Houston. That puts them at nine and six. They and don't even know for sure for sure that um, Stroud's going to be back. So that beat the head-to-head. And then the Bengals will beat the Browns. So the Browns will finish at 11 and six. No, they'll finish at nine and seven. No, they're not. And they will be. That would uh, be nine and eight. There's three more games. Oh, who else they play? I don't know. Oh, the Jets. That's right, the Jets. They'll beat the Jets. So the Browns will finish at nine and eight. They're not going to finish at nine and eight. They nine already got eight. nine. You think they're going to lose the last three? Lose the last three, you and are... they will be eliminated <laughs> from the playoffs. You are nuts. Mary Kay Cabot came out and said the Browns could beat anybody in the NFL. What the hell does she know about football? She's a woman. <laughs> she knows. She knows everything. <laughs> In this case, she knows everything. Yeah, you know she knows everything. We used to joke about it all the time on the, on the trip show. Well, the rounds might. They could be. They. Yeah. So someone said. Uh, <laughs> she she's not exactly the most decisive um, reporter known to man. What's well, her name? The other nice. the other one with the weird name is is way better. Uh, Aditi Kikawala or whatever her name is. I thought Mary Kay Cat was kind of hot back in the day. I don't know if she is now. I haven't seen a recent picture of her. Mm, whatever. I think my dad knew her, so I don't want to say that she's way hot. She's not your real mom, is she? No. Dear God. Just, just asking. 
Seth, we are going to the playoffs. You wait and see your bracket. We're not going to the playoffs. And there goes Seth. <laughs> he did say his internet was going to go bad today. That is for sure. <laughs> Well, there you are. I hit the button on the mouse. It takes me out of the street. Oh, I was. I thought maybe your internet finally did cave out. No, no, the internet's fine. I just hit the. There's a button on the right hand side of this mouse. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> the guy in True Blue must have the same kind of mouse because there's been a couple of times where all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Bob's out of the studio. We're like, what happened? Yeah, nice. <laughs> there's a stupid button. On it. I don't know why they do that. Stop being negative. The Browns will win and go to the playoffs. See. Browns are winning. This is like Gunner. Uh, let's see if I can do this without hitting the button. This is like the Indians. That's that they sucked and went to the World Series. Please keep, please keep saying they suck. <laughs> Look, I, I was fairly right on the Indians most of the time. Well, they've. I mean, they're a winning team the last 10, 15 years. Okay, so I was wrong on like eight of them. But most of the time, <laughs> the other times I was right. <laughs> it's too bad they retired. So yeah, Seth was going to be right about something. Internet going out. <laughs> wrong again. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> too funny. I think I've been right on majority of stuff. I may have miscalculated the luck that this team was going to have. And honestly, let's be realistic. My original prediction for this Browns team yeah. was based on the fact that we had Deshaun Watson. If we didn't, if we had Deshaun Watson, this team would have won any games. They were five and one with him. They would have won five games with Deshaun Watson. They That's were it. five and one. If he was still on the team, they would have probably won three of the games that they lost that would have been the only five games that they won if it was if you're lost. you're nuts you just want them to suck you want them to suck you want to be the hated cleveland guy no, I, get I don't it. want to be a hated cleveland guy i i want to be realistic with our audience and you're Colin cowherd i get it the realistic facts are that we live in cleveland and they're going to falter and this team will not make the playoffs this is our year man super bowl We've wasted a lot of time talking about asparagus because it ain't going to happen. Super Bowl. To quote our friend Ken Carmen, Super Bowl, Super Browns. God, that's so gay. Why would you? <laughs> I mean, it's so stupid. Why would you even say something like that? Because Ken Carmen, he's making it a thing. Is he really? Dude, how did he become a TV guy? I don't know. We should be TV guys if he's a TV I, guy. I'm, I'm watching. I was watching whatever yesterday. The football. I'm watching football. And at some point, hey, I'm Ken Carmen, And I used to be a Grinch about Christmas. But now that I have a kid, I'm not anymore. It's like this big, long commercial for Ken Carmen. And wow. I was like, I was like, how did Ken Carmen, a guy who's a big, heavy, heavy guy like me and you, how does he get to be on TV? Yeah, we got to work something out because that's not right. I thought fat guys were banned from the TV. No, see, that's the problem is that. Now I think that the, the tide is turning on, on being fat because now people can't be mean and they can't say nasty things to you. So it has to be an accepting kind of thing. Now people uh, oh have to no. accept you if you're you know, slow and fat and stupid and all that kind of stuff. They gotta See, I think you. you're, you don't think that you're still allowed to fat shame? No, I don't think Fat you shaming is still the thing that I see the most of. People are, 
They don't want to say, oh, you're a tranny or, oh, you're gay or whatever. But God knows people would say, listen, you fat tub of shit, move it. I don't think you can, you can fat shame us, but I don't think you can fat shame like a girl. Fat shame like a well, girl. you can't do anything to a girl. You can't yeah, even call her a girl. Right. So I think fat shaming a girl is out of the question. But I think you and I. But yeah, Ken Carmen is maybe he's a girl. Uh, but maybe. I don't know. Yeah, for some reason, like he's made it as a fat guy on TV, and I don't understand why. Hey, I say good for him. I mean, I like listening to Ken Carmen. I think he's I do pretty too. good on, on the radio and stuff. I, I, do, I hate his co host, but I like Ken. Which one? Who's his co host? Anthony Lima. I've talked to him. He was nice to me and everything. I mean, I don't have any issues with those guys. He's a young Chiselka. In training, is he, is he oh, really? yeah. I, I, oh, I yeah. politics. So. Well, he makes them very clear on on the morning show. Well, I'd love to be on that and, and you know, give my uh, my opinions on some stuff. <laughs> Maybe make sports a little bit more interesting if there's a different opinion on. Uh, his well, Carmen politics. Carmen doesn't seem to be a a total libtard. I I don't know either one of them personally. I, I've talked to Anthony Lemon. He was nice to me. But I've yeah. talked to uh, Ken Carmen. I'm assuming he's a nice guy. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't know either of them either. I just listen, you know, and I get the podcast on my phone, and when I'm in the mood for local sports, I listen to it. I have nothing bad to say about Ken other than the fact that I'm jealous of the fact that he's like 500 pounds and he has a TV thing, and we don't. <laughs> so. Yeah, and he gets to present his family, and like he had his kid on the commercial and everything. I was like, Jesus, when did he become hometown hero? Fat shaming is big. <laughs> Ken could lose it all if he just had one Holly Strano moment and crashed his car, though. <laughs> That's awful. I haven't don't heard what happened to her. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I don't know, but did you read the comments on our video from Holly Strano? Jesus. Are they pretty rough? Oh, boy. The basic consensus is if I did the same thing she did, I'd go to jail and... There's another, I, I was reading some Yahoo comments because it made national news. Yeah. And boy, they hate her. Really? Yeah, it was like, I don't know who this person is, but she's a bitch. I was like, what? <laughs> wow. I was like, you guys don't even know her. But see, that's what happens when you can afford like an attorney that's like 10000 an hour. Yeah. You, know, you, you get off easily on something like this. Mm. Now, I don't know if she's going to keep her job. And I'm still like debating whether I want her to lose her job personally i mean she fucked up she could have killed somebody yeah but she didn't and yeah. if it was the first time she had a problem i i don't know i mean she made a bad bad choice she did well she didn't make a bad choice she she broke the law let's let's stop yeah. with the bad choice no, no, a bad choice is a, a bad choice is 0.09 that's right. oh i had that third glass of wine and i maybe shouldn't have drove but i did she was point two four or whatever, yeah. dude. That is like a whole fifth of vodka. She was fucked, yeah, totally, I, totally hammered. It might be because she's hot that I'm kind of like leaning towards you know give her a break, but well, yeah, that's the that's the reason we want to give her a break because she's hot, and big boobs. We like it. <laughs> yeah, we watched that video. That, you, did you watch the entire 40-minute video? I did. I watched the whole thing, and, and I wanted to smash her in the head. She's a man. She was a mess. Because she kept with the, well, I'm on the TV, or I'm on the news. On the news. Yeah, it's like, oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, and, and every time she said that, that's when I wanted to throw the book at her. Because stop with the, you're, you're more important. Why? Because you fucking tell people that it's going to snow tomorrow? Shut up. Yeah, like, 
She did break the law. <laughs> she, yeah, I mean, she was horrifically hammered. I will say she handles her alcohol well, though. She does, man. I'm telling you. Because for being like quadruple the limit, she was handling herself pretty good, man. Yeah, and she wasn't as stumbly as I would have thought for some. Yeah. At, at point two four, when she was doing the drunk walk and stuff, she really was. It's not like she was falling over. But I'm sure it sobers you up pretty quick when you flip a car and crash from a pole and a hydrant and all that kind of stuff. You get sobered up real quick. Yeah, I probably do. But those cops' lights are shining in your face. And if, yeah, <laughs> you probably do. But, uh, dude, on a good day without a drink, I have a tro- I would have trouble walking that walk. See, with I, the made, pu- I, I remember I made a bad choice. You know, I made plenty of bad choices. But I broke the law, and I was driving home one night, and my hood from my car went straight up into the windshield. Right. I didn't see anything. I was on the highway. I was doing oh, like boy. 80. And a hood from my car went right into the windshield, smashed the glass, and I couldn't see anything because the hood was up. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, probably. Probably true. But I got off the highway and I had to like limp my car from like Westlake all the way to almost downtown Cleveland to home. And I passed like two cops that were sitting in the park on the road. Right. And they didn't stop me, thank God. But I'll tell you what, as soon as that windshield hit the damn, or the hood hit that windshield, man, I sobered up like you can't believe. All of a sudden, I was just like perfect and sober. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean, dude, again, I I don't want to see anybody lose their gig. I honestly, I, I hate the, if she did it in the Channel 3 News, or channel, she's on Channel 3, right? Yeah. She did it in the Channel 3 News wagon or something, okay, then she loses her job. Coming home from a Thanksgiving dinner, as long as she didn't show up late for work the next day, who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, like, I made bad choices, and I've learned from those choices, thank God. Mm-hmm. But now I don't drink at all. But Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I've never been a fan of what you do in your personal life affects your business life. I think that's ridiculous, unless it directly affects your business life. Right. And I guess with Holly, maybe in some way it would. Just well, because, because the station now has the late has the reputation of hi- hiring that drunk chick that got away and, with and a crime. You have to remember when you're in the media like that, people, not people like you know, some dumbass like me who's in, you know doing radio for 25 years and just a jackass. But when you're a person that people rely on, whether it's news or for their weather and mm-hmm. stuff like that, people look to her for you know to be that person that they rely on, and then they see some a choice like that. Yeah. It does affect the standing of the radio station and of her credibility, to be honest. Well, it does. I mean, ju- dude, just think of the little things that she probably can't say anymore, just given the weather. Yeah. She can't say, I better be careful out there. You'll be slipping and sliding on the roads. Because <laughs> your first thought is what? Just like you did. Just like you did. <laughs> yeah. You know, so automatically the station has a, is a joke when it comes to given weather. Yeah, you know, right. and, and I'm not I'm not trying to point that out necessarily, but it is the truth is that. She, her, because she's a personality, it does affect the TV station. But yeah. for the average, the average person that works in an office in a cubicle answering phone calls or something, you know, them getting a DWI, that doesn't affect their job unless they don't get a, unless they don't get a, you know, unless they don't get up for work the next day. Say she has mental, a lot of mental problems, not to excuse it. Look, I understand she's been through a lot and I know that she has some some issues that, you know, she's, you know, uh, 
gone through in her past. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's still not an excuse to get behind the wheel like that. Yeah, not that drunk. No. And Kenny Crumpton got a second chance over her getting a second chance. Like Kenny Crumpton, though, didn't wasn't the he same didn't flip his of, car over. It wasn't the same kind of high profile thing that, that this is. Well, and look, the biggest problem with it is Kenny Crumpton flipped his car over, and or, or not Kenny uh, Holly Strano flipped her car over and didn't get anything. Got a fine. Yeah, I mean she got fine. She has to pay dollars. So what? Yeah. Look, I have a friend. I won't say her name. If you want to look her up, you can look her up. It's real easy to find because it was national news. She got two DWIs the same day. Whew. She got, this is a couple years ago. She got two two DWIs the same day. Now that's bad, and I admit that's 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 really really bad. But I mean, they threw the book at her so fucking hard that she'll never, never drive with if she's two days out of having a drink she probably won't drive again because literally she did jail time she did i think she had 18 months of suspended license um you know like a ten thousand dollars worth of fines like i mean they really really socked it to her as they should not trying to say they shouldn't have but they socked it to her like nobody's business and she's just a person that works a regular job. Right. Person that's, you know, a news deliverer, a message deliverer in your city. And they yeah. flip a car completely over and smash into a telephone pole or a tree or something. And they get, well, it's $500 and, um, you know, and be careful. <laughs> and be, yeah, don't do it again. You know, that's, that's, that's yeah. bullshit there. Plus, she was posting on social media like nothing happened, then took down after it became public. Wasn't a good look. Yeah, I don't know if she, like, I I learned that you can post stuff on, like, on Instagram and, like, date it. Yeah. It goes up whenever. So I don't know if she actually posted that day or not. But yeah, it wasn't a good look. There was a lot of stuff that, I mean, people were just vicious on those. Of course. Whatever. You know, yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it all works out. I mean, I, I honestly hope she doesn't get fired, but. If she does, I'm not going to be heartbroken about it either, because if me and you did it, we'd be more than fired. Yeah, I know. We'd be sitting in a cell right yes, at this minute. Yes, we would. So, All right, well, we'll see what happens, and uh, maybe we'll have some more news come Wednesday. That's right. Last day of the year for the Seth Williams Show. Yes, but there will be best ofs again while we are gone, and yep. then uh, we'll be back refreshed and uh, hopefully uh, have a bunch of good stuff headed our way. So. That's right. Have yourself a good night. Thanks for listening tonight, and God willing, we'll talk to you again on Wednesday. See ya!